0: Hey, Facebook. Hey, Instagram. Hey, Facebook. Hey, Instagram. Speaking really quickly on you don't have a works problem. You have a faith problem. You don't have a works problem. You have a faith problem. So the catalyst for this conversation today is coming from a brief conversation I had with someone yesterday. So yesterday I was talking to someone and they were talking about what they envision for their life and their dreams and what they like to accomplish. And you know, she was saying, but I don't see how that's going to happen. Right. Like I, this is the way I want to live. This is how I want my life to be, but I can't really see how it's going to happen. And so she was saying, she was saying like, based on the amount of money I make right now and based on what I want to achieve, what I would have to save to get what I want to achieve, there's not enough, like there's not enough, Money. I don't see how I can do it. I don't see how I can do it in a timely manner. And I was having a conversation with this person and she's just like, I just don't know if it's possible. Like I want it, but I just don't see how it's possible. And what I told her was, oh, I'm now hearing it. I hear it. I hear it loud and clear. I told her, you don't have a cash flow problem. You have a faith problem. Okay. You don't have a cash flow problem, you have a faith problem. Like, you don't have a capability or skill set problem, you have a faith problem. You don't have a job qualification problem, you have a God problem. Okay? And so I want to present that perspective to you guys today. And I want to talk specifically about this in relation to living obediently. If this is your first time listening to me, welcome. One thing you need to know about me, what I do for a living is I help individuals resolve chronic health challenges using a whole food plant-based diet in order to live a life of radical obedience. And we cannot live that, leave that out, okay? So my, my purpose of doing the work that I do in the plant-based nutrition space, okay, is to help individuals overcome weight problems, overcome um, chronic disease, overcome you know mental health challenges using nutrition, okay? But the mission is so that they are then able to leverage their health and live a life of radical obedience. So what is radical obedience? It's you being completely in alignment with what you were called to do on this planet. So obedience is all about serving and it's all about using your God-given gifts and talents to do what you are called to do on this planet and we know most people are not living a life of radical obedience right most people are not living obediently in their life and I'm going to tell you why right now it's because people don't have a works problem they have a faith problem let me explain most of you um you are proud of what you've achieved in your life you're proud of something right like Whether it's the status you hold in your career, whether it's the things you've acquired, right, I don't know, house, car, bank account, whatever, assets, um, you know, just, or how hard you work to get out of an unhealthy situation, right, like you, like, it, it took everything I had, but I finally graduated, or it took me some years, but I went back to school and got that degree, right, like, most most people have something that they're really proud of. I know in my audience, my audience is made up of, of mostly um, black women, usually ages like roughly 35 to 65. And um, usually at the older end of that spectrum, honestly. And most of the women I serve are degreed, they're educated, they're accomplished. Um, they're looked at as experts and influences in the realm that they operate in. So I serve a really intellectual audience. Okay. And what I've noticed is right. They're really proud and prideful as they should be about all that they've achieved at this point in their life. Why? Because we know the obstacles that we have to overcome as people of color, the obstacles that we have to overcome as women, as minorities, um, and what other, and any other minority title you might hold, makes it a little more harder to achieve the things that you know the the dominant right majority holds right so we tend to be even more proud of the things we've done like look i i raised two kids as a single mother got two degrees i'm doing this so we've worked so hard to get to where we are so here's here's what happens though by the time they get in my ecosystem and they hear me preaching and teaching about this thing called obedience a light bulb comes on for them and they realize i'm not quite where i want to be in life not necessarily financially not necessarily educationally But from an autonomy standpoint, from an altruistic standpoint, right? From a self-actualization standpoint, meaning they're now in a season in their life where they want to do what they feel like they've been called to do, okay? So I'm going somewhere. So let me tell you what happens. Because they have worked so hard to get to where they are, right? They They believe that the only formula that they know is hard work. That's the only formula they know like my audience we know hard work like the back of our hand and what's crazy is the formula for success in our country in the united states is just that it's hard work so most of us have used the formula of hard work grind sacrifice to get to where we are today and we are very proud of that we have stories of how hard we have worked how much we grind how much we sacrifice to get what we want and to get to where we are today to, to have a ride to the state we are today and we like I got receipts to prove right I've lost nights of sleep, I've sacrificed my health. I sacrificed time with my children I sacrificed my relationships, right Sometimes I have to choose between buying groceries and putting gas in my like we got hard work stories, right We got wounds, okay but then what happens is they get into my ecosystem. And they hear me keep talking in this language, this rhetoric about obedience and the, the point of being healthy is to leverage your health, to be obedient to what you're called to do. And so then maybe they, they, they start getting a little closer to me, a little closer to me. They're, they're like, I've been listening to yourself for a while and now I want to work with you. And let me tell you what happens with these individuals, with these hardworking individuals. They come into my ecosystem. They, have, they they slowly, incrementally over time start increasing their proximity to me, right? So they buy my recipe book. They consume my free content. They come to one of my live lectures. They come to, you know, one of my, they start coming to my first Saturday class regularly. They start listening to my podcast regularly. And then finally they're like, I now want to pay money to work with you. I want to be a little close. They increase their proximity to me, okay? And now I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, Right. To them about you must be obedient in life. You need you. you, The only point is to do what you're called to do. You the only point is to serve. Right. And they're like, I realize in this next season of my life, I want to do something different. know i've always wanted to you know be a designer clothing designer i've always wanted to serve children or animals i've always wanted to volunteer i've always wanted to work with better women i've always wanted to start a nonprofit. i've always wanted to be an artist i've been in education all these years and now i want to write books i've always wanted to fill in a blank right they're like i i actually want to be a nutrition coach i'm an accountant But I'm so passionate about nutrition. People at my job ask me all the time about how I'm eating and how I'm exercising. And this is what I really want to do. I want to do what you're doing. I want to teach health for a living. So they get in my ecosystem. We start having these conversations about what would obedience look like for them. And they start telling me their vision. They start telling me their dreams. They start telling me like what would be ideal. But here's the issue. Bring it on home, Here's the issue. The issue is. the, The formula for success that they have been taught by their country, by their culture, is hard work. The formula for success when it comes to obedience is faith. The formula for success that they've been taught by their country and their culture is hard work. However, the formula for success when it comes to living a life of radical obedience is faith. And they're like, whoa, I've used hard work to get to where I am today. I'm telling you what I would like my life to look look like, like what will make me the most happy waking up every day and doing this thing. But I don't know how to hard work myself there. And I'm telling you, you can't hard work yourself there. You got to faith yourself there. You can't hard work yourself to radical obedience. You have to faith yourself to radical obedience. What do I mean by that? Listen, most of us are taught this concept of grind, you you eat what you kill, we wake up every day, we hunt, we grind, we do all this, right? And so what happens is we become accustomed to using masculine energy to manifest, right? Hunting, grinding, hard work is masculine energy, all right? But living a life of radical obedience is all about using feminine energy to manifest very different it's a very different flow okay so I live a life of radical obedience so what does this mean do I work hard absolutely probably by not probably not by your definition though right so what that means is when we think of hard work we're like I said earlier we're constantly thinking of sacrifice we're thinking of getting up and getting it we're thinking of no matter how we feel we do what needs to be done right and it's a lot of masculine energy it's a lot of force Radical obedience, living a life of radical obedience is flow. So living a life of, um, you know, success and masculine energy is force. Living the life of radical obedience is flow. So it's force versus flow. It's masculine versus feminine. It's works versus faith. So what happens? So now I have individuals who are working with me and they're like, this is what I want to do. This is the population I want to serve, Lisa. You know, help me become a health coach. Help me become um, a master in plant based nutrition. Help me to understand how to navigate this uh, coaching, online coaching, CEO space better. And I'm telling them what they need to do. And they're having a hard time executing because they're used to hard, they're used to hard work, but they're not used to relying more on faith. And what that does to a person when they're entering, when they're entering into a whole nother realm that they're not used to, right? They're like, I don't know how to hard work my way to this. You're telling me I just gotta believe, like that I gotta uh, that I'm gonna tell you what hard work does. Hard work helps you to see all the steps. It helps you. Hard work is where you have the most control. People work hard to get what they want out of life because they are able to. Um, retain control. It's a control situation. So when people say, I want this, but I don't see how I'm going to get it, it's because they're like, I'm used to having full control. And I'm used to at least knowing the next two to three steps. And the way you're telling me to do it, I can't see those next steps. Therefore, I'm losing control. Therefore, I don't know how to work hard through this. And I'm telling you, it's not a hard work issue. It's a faith issue. We are so like, it's so crazy how, you know, we took this scripture and we're like, listen, faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. So we like, boom, we put our head down, put our caps on, and we went to work, and we completely abandoned faith. The the formula. For radical obedience is you actually have to use more faith than you do hard work because that means if you've been an accountant, if you've been a teacher, you know, if you've been, you know, whatever for years, a manager, a supervisor, and you don't work your ass off to get where you are. And now you're like, I'm going completely from uh, accounting. Or education, and I want to move into art. (laughs) I want to move into being a nutrition coach. I want to just be a personal trainer for a living now. I want to design clothes for a living now. Those are two different segments, and you don't see how you can go from the career you've been operating in for 10 years into something that that you're in love with and you know you want to serve. You can't see it because you can't see all the steps. And because you can't see all the steps, you don't even know where to work hard, like how your habit of working hard will be distributed. But what you don't realize is it requires faith, not works. Baby, the formula for success in your country and in your culture has always been hard work. The formula for success in living a life of radical obedience is faith. Let me tell you, what does that mean? When you have to use masculine energy to get what you want out of life, essentially what that essentially means is like you are not you don't know how to let go right you don't know how to stop and let things come to you because because you're using masculine energy is going and taking it okay masculine energy is hard work is masculine energy okay and when you use hard work to get to get to where you want to be in life you have that means you're taking it like, you're demanding what you want from the world. When you live a life of radical obedience, it requires feminine energy. And you're not taking it. You're attracting it to you. Okay? And so that's faith. Right? So because we want control, we're like, I'm not going to sit on my laurels. I'm not going to sit on my hands and wait for somebody to hand something to me. I'm going out here and get what's mine. Period. Point blank. Right? That's masculine energy. That's hard work. However, when you... when you um, release when you succumb what, what word am I looking for um surrender when you surrender to obedience you now have to wait you attract things in a feminine way you use feminine energy what happens when you live a life of radical obedience you become magnetic and it's in that magnetism that you then surrender okay am I too deep right now y'all you become magnetic let me get like so I'm living obediently in my life right now like i'm doing only what i feel like i'm called to do like i communicate i teach i speak i'm a, you know i like this is my gift right like speaking teaching coach, like this is my gift when i'm when i'm when i'm working with my students in my coaching programs i'm the like that is when i am the most myself that is when i am the most happy that is when my soul is the most still. there is no disruptor in the universe that can disrupt when I'm in that, I'm in flow, right? Force versus flow, right? So I'm in flow when I'm in front of my students, when I'm on a stage, when I'm on live talking to y'all. I'm, on, I'm in flow. I didn't write, I didn't write this down, okay? It just hit my spirit. Like I'm in flow right now. Like I get these divine downloads of messages that the people need to hear. I hear the message. I then translate the message into language and analogies that y'all can understand. And I come on here and I hit play. I hit go live. Like I'm in flow right now, okay? So let me tell you what happens as a result of this, all right, as a result of being in flow and surrendering to my gift as opposed to forcing myself to stay in a career of social work that I didn't love. I exited from that. I used to be where y'all at. I was working hard in the industry and following the status quo that I thought I was supposed to to get a a white picket fence. I used to be where y'all were and I left social work and ever since I've been living a life of radical obedience. But let me tell you something. When you are in flow, you become magnetic. You guys are listening to me right now. You're hearing my voice right now, and for somebody, it's like resonating with their spirit, and they and they're like, they're like, this is like she talking to me. I don't know how many people listening, but she talking to me, right? I, I get people that say this to me all the time. I'm not being braggadocious. I'm telling you, when I'm in flow, people hear me on a different level. They hear me on a spiritual level. So what does that mean? They start coming back for more. I need more. Like when that podcast dropped, when that next episode coming out, like people ask me, was like, Lisa, when your book coming out about obedience, right? They're attracted to me. I'm magnetic. I didn't have to go out and pay for Facebook ads. I didn't have to go out and, and, and cold call people. I didn't have to cold DM people and tell them, work with me. Look at what I offer. Look at what I do. All I did was wake up today. decide to be obedient to what God called me to do. I then became magnetic. I then became magnetic and you guys are now attracted to me. And the more and the more I get in your ear and in your head, you're going to want to increase your proximity to me. And the more you want to increase your proximity to me, you know, that's going to result in a transaction, right? I'm telling you, I'm telling you that's going to result in a transaction, right? And as a result of me being obedient, me being consistently showing up to what I'm called to do, those transactions add up. And as a result, I live the life I desire while helping other people live the life they desire. I didn't have to fight to live the life I live. Let me tell y'all something. I I bought my dream walk last year, about six months ago, right? I came to, for the closing, I had to come to the table with about $34,000 cash. I'm like, here, take it, no problem. Say less, right? Like how you get this money, Lisa? Obedience. How you live the life of your dreams right now? Obedience. How you travel so much all the time? Obedience. I didn't fight and beg for this. Like I, I lived in obedience, and as a result, because I stay in flow, I attract, I attract people to me who are going to ensure. That that ain't even their intent, but they're going to ensure I'm upheld and it's not really them, it's God, it's the universe, right? It's just a result of living in flow and living the life of radical obedience. So do I work hard? Yes. By your definition, no. I don't sacrifice sleep. I'm not gaining weight. I'm not fueling my body with energy and sugar. I'm not compromising my relationships. I'm not not spending time with my friends and family. My mom just turned 65 last week. She decided to throw a birthday party this past weekend. I hosted the whole party and was fully present, wasn't tired. So I'm distributed evenly or how would I deem as evenly among my friends, my family, my business, my relationships, my health. No bucket is low. Hard work means that you constantly gotta choose what bucket to fill at any given time. Obedience ensures that you ain't gotta work that damn hard, that you are magnetic to the people who you are meant to serve. And as a result, God and the universe ensures that you get everything you need to live the life that you desire. You don't have a works problem, you have a faith problem. So every single minute that you resist being obedient, every single minute that you sit back and say, I don't see how it can happen. Therefore, I'm not willing to take a step. I'm not really willing to take a chance. I'm going to allow fear to keep me immobile. That You know what that does? All that does is increase the amount of work you're going to have to do to get what you want. Every single day that you resist obedience only increases the amount of work that's required to get what you want. Obedience is magnetic. I'm telling you, I am attractive. I'm not talking about physically. I don't care what y'all think about that. I'm saying me being in flow is attractive. And y'all know what I mean. You ever um, listen to somebody or watch somebody and you just like, Lord, they weren't meant to do nothing else but what they doing. Whether it be a preacher preaching, an actor acting, right? Like a singer singing, a dancer dancing. You might, a teacher. Everybody got a teacher that changed their life that they remember from. That person was in flow. We are attracted people who are being obedient are magnetic like when i go to concerts i try and, i try and sit as close as possible to the stage because i'm so attracted to obedience like you ever see somebody just opera like i went to go see anthony hamilton last month joe and maxwell and i'm like i'm just like this is amazing look at these 50 year old man with these good knees and these good hips and singing and moving a crowd, and everybody is having a spiritual experience based on us all collectively knowing the words today's songs. They live in an obedience, and I'm attracted today. So that what happens because they're living in obedience, because they're in flow performing on that stage. What happens? I in turn want to do what? Buy the most expensive seat in the house. What do I do? I give them hundreds of my dollars to get the best seat in the house. And what happens? They then continue to live the lifestyle that they desire from my hundreds of dollars and everybody else dollars in the room because they decided to live a life of, of obedience. They decided not to let anybody tell them that they couldn't make it doing music. You feel me? That's what happens. Obedience is so magnetic. And as a result, we use feminine energy instead of masculine energy to get what we want. And as a re- but also as a result, you do have to work less hard, but you then do have to increase your faith. And so I think most of us, because we may be believers, semi-believers, maybe we came up with the church, maybe we still go to church, maybe we're tithing, you know, we claim to have a healthy relationship with God. We swear up and down, we already got the faith. And so we're like, okay, I must need to increase the amount of work I'm doing. That ain't it. Okay. With your, this, is, this is class A example of what I teach my students in front of the table of doing versus becoming. Like, just because you're going to church, paying your tithes, maybe even talking to God, praying every morning, praying for other people, you might be on a prayer line, in a prayer circle. That don't mean you got faith. You're just doing, but you haven't become. This is what I teach my students. Doing versus becoming. It's the difference between buying a workout outfit, buying a water bottle, buying the gym bag, paying for the gym membership, and even going a couple of times. But you you haven't really accepted a healthy lifestyle into your spirit. You haven't really turned over your life to health. You're just doing all the things to make you appear as if you have. Same thing with your faith. You're doing all the things to make it appear as if you have faith, but you really don't. But you have the hard work down packed. So now you're talking to God like I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm working hard and I got faith, so why am I not getting what I'm asking for? Because you don't really have faith. You want to know how I know? Because you're staying in conditions that no longer serve you longer than you were meant to be here. Your time in this space has expired. However, you're immobile due to fear. You're immobile due to the loss of control. You're immobile because you can't see all the next steps. So you then make up excuses. I got a cash flow problem. I got a qualification problem. Right. You know, I got I got a, a time problem. Right. You, you you make up all. No, you got a faith problem. God gave you the, the divine download to move into that direction. You've been sitting on this ish for months and years. Why? Because you have a faith problem and you've been talking to God all these years. You don't have a hard work problem because you don't realize that once you once, you, once your faith increases, your hard work diminishes it don't require all that. It don't require you sacrificing your health and your marriage for years to get to where you want to go. That ain't how this work. It don't require all of that. Can y'all please stop thinking that sacrifice is so attractive and sexy. Please stop thinking that it's okay to um let your your health get away from you, to let, you know, your your love get away from you, you know, to let your relationships with your children you know, be on the line because you had to work to put food on top, table. Because you had to do all of this. You, hard work don't take all that if you have a faith, if your faith bucket is full. So you don't have a hard work issue. You got a faith issue. But you have to remember the formula for success that your culture and your country teaches you is hard work. The formula for success to live a life of radical obedience is faith. Let me tell y'all something. It's the final thing I'm going to say. I'm going to get out of here. One, I have two signature coaching programs, Far on the Table and the other 23. They're both plant-based coaching programs. One is a certification for professionals and one um, is a program for people with uh, personal health challenges. All right, this is gonna be, let me, I'm gonna give you two examples of when I when I le- leaned on obedience and um, allowed faith to take, to take over, okay? One is last year. I used to be the executive director of a nonprofit called... Um, the Plant Based Nutrition Support Group, PBNSG. I was the executive director for about two years, meaning I was the top of the food chain. The owner tapped me on the shoulder, not the owner, the founder of this nonprofit tapped me on the shoulder a couple years ago, I think it was like 2018, and asked me to step up and run the company so he can take a break, right? He wants to go. He bought a house in Florida, wanted to relax a little bit. So I didn't apply for this job, I didn't ask for it. It was never on my radar radar to run a whole nonprofit company. Never on my radar, but me and him were in conversation one day, and he said, "What do you think about doing this for me?" And I thought it was a great opportunity because it's a plant based organization, it's a plant based nonprofit. That's what I slain these plants for a living. I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, this is another opportunity for me to serve the people and teach how plant based nutrition can save lives and reverse chronic disease. You know, just this time I'm taking over a whole staff, okay? And so I'm like. Say less, okay. So I take over PBNSG and I'm running this nonprofit organization. My first time, kind of operating in a nonprofit space and taking over a staff that I didn't select, okay. And um, I don't know, y'all. After about a year and a half into it, I'm like, this ain't it. This ain't for me. It's interesting because the the, the nonprofit had the same mission as my personal company, the Black Health Academy. You know, slinging these plants, we serve a different audience. But we use the same vehicle to get them to optimal health, right? And I'm like, but after about a year and a half in, I'm like, this don't, this ain't hitting. Everything that I have to do, I tend not to look forward to. Like, I'm not excited about doing this work. What is going on? And I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's a mission driven organization. And it shares my mission and my vision for how I want the world to adopt optimal health. I'm like, what the heck is going on? You know, and I finally surrender. I'm like, "I, I don't have to figure out. I don't have to put my finger on it. I have to just let this go. And so, you know, I went back to the founder after about two years and I was like, this, you know, fall is going to be my last. I'm going to give you a month's notice to replace me or I can train somebody up. But I'm, um, I'm done. I'm out of here. And um, I was scared to make that move. Right. Because I'm like, I'm about to lose this income. I'm like, I'm about to, you know, I'm like, is this like, did I, did I try long enough? Like, did I, did I try and stick it out? Long enough. I'm like, what opportunities might I be leaving on the table, you know, by not staying here, you know, and um, but I was like, I can't take it anymore. Like, I'm not happy. And so I decided to just be obedient because God was telling me, leave, leave, leave for a long time. Right. And um, it took me a while to have that conversation with the founder, like I'm not doing this no more. Right, like this month is going to be my last month. I wish y'all well. I'm happy to stay on and work an additional month or two at no cost. Like I don't want you guys to pay me and to help transition the team with some projects that we were working on. And but I'm no longer interested in being the executive director of this nonprofit. Okay, that was me surrendering to obedience and that was me relying on faith as opposed to hard work. See, most people would have tried to secure something to replace that. Now I was still running my own company, so I wasn't going from employment to unemployment. Right but to replace that income, right? Because that was thousands of dollars a month I was making. And so somebody else would be like, I'm not about to take that hit. But what I decided to do was like, no. What I decided to do was look at it as an opportunity. Like, well, now it's going to open up space and capacity in my life to maybe for me to um, create more money, generate more cash flow in my business and I can still replace what I was making here, right? And so I decided to use faith And I decided to use obedience. Obedience meaning I got the divine download to pivot. And so I took action on that divine download. That's obedience. But then faith is saying this new season is not going to look like that season. And I don't have to work my ass off to try to make them look identical. I can just have faith that I'm making the right next step because it was divine downloaded into me to do so. Which means I'm going to be protected because I'm following in these steps. Does that make sense? second example of this this year is going to be my last year teaching my signature plant-based coaching program farm to table what am I doing as a result farm to table is successful I'm not decommissioning a program or offering my company that's unsuccessful listen to this listen to this this is this is high level obedience and faith y'all I'm decommissioning an offer in my company that is successful that generates <laughs> Thousands of that that's solely responsible for making me a six-figure company. I'm decommissioning a offer in my business, a program that's successful. When I announced that I this was gonna be my last year teaching Farm the Table, people started asking me, Well, who about to teach? Like, I know you ain't about to get rid of it. That's how successful it is. People see the value, my students see the value in the program, and they're like, It don't make sense for you to let this go because it's saving lives. Do you see? Listen to this level of obedience, because sometimes we think obedience is just about disconnecting from things that aren't serving us, like an unhealthy relationship or something like that. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh uh-uh. This is high-level obedience. Th- that means even sometimes disconnecting from things that are serving you, but that you are no longer meant to do in that capacity. Now, that's a level of faith that we ain't talked about. I don't know if they're talking about it on the other channels you're watching, but that's next-level faith. Disconnecting from something that ain't wrong there's nothing wrong with to table I, I finally got to the curriculum to the to the point of the curriculum that's fire where it's, it's given what it's supposed to have gave when it comes to our students right they're like my hot flash is gone i'm losing weight my mom over my sugar addiction let me tell you something we just had a to table alumni meeting last thursday like four days ago y'all just four days ago, and so when our students graduate from Farmer Table from the core program, they um, become an alumni, and we meet two times a month with our alumni. Do you know what happened in our last alumni meeting? Our last alumni meeting, one of our alumni came on and she said, "I'm proud to report she graduated from front of the Table uh, winter of this year, 2022. They graduated, I think it was the end of March, I think. Do you know what she came on and said as an alumni last Thursday? She said, I'm proud to report that I no longer am taking ADHD medication. She said, I haven't taken my medication in three weeks. I'm, I'm so happy to report. I'm like, like, I almost started crying on the call because this is what I do it for, to get people to see that they don't have to be bound by a life of medication and disease. Like, we can change your health status with nutrition, with mindfulness, with getting rid of chronic stress, and with getting you in alignment in your life. She's done all of those. So, she, she didn't just go plant based, she's done several other things that I taught them in front of the table. She adopted meditation and started stealing her mind so she could get clear on how she needs to pivot in her career. So, she's did the steps of getting more aligned in what she's meant to do. As a result, Of that plus going plant-based the way I taught her, high-level plant-based, not just vegan. She is now off of ADHD medication, a grown black woman that had been taking it for a while. So when I tell you farm-to-table works, it works. And I'm still decommissioning it this year. I'm still not going to teach it after fall of 2022. Why? Because I got the divine download from God. To, like Lisa, it's time to pour 100% of your time, energy, and attention into the health professionals you're training up to do what you're doing. And so you need to lean into the certification. You need to make sure they're getting everything they need to serve their communities and their people. So I am decommissioning a program in my company that makes money and gets results and makes me happy. I still like it. I still like teaching from the table. But I need to create capacity to do something bigger at this stage. And I'm listening to that. This is obedience. So we we think obedience is just stop doing something that's not serving us. But can you stop doing something that is serving, that is giving what it's supposed to have gave? And now I'm having the faith that what I'm moving on to do fully is still, I'm still going to be a multi-six-figure company. I'm still going to be able, you know, be covered. I'm still going to... Get satisfaction. I'm now going to have more time on my hands. So I'm going to have to be obedient. We're not trying to fill the space because I think I'm supposed to be busy. Because I think I'm supposed to work harder. No. You just have more capacity. Now go walk by the water. Take extra walks. Take extra naps. Maybe crack open some of them plant-based recipes. So I'm not going to. I'm already telling myself. Lisa, you're not about to think that you. Because you're getting rid of one program that took up, took up a lot of time. And now that you're not going to be doing that anymore. You need to make yourself more busy. No. I'm not going back to the hard work formula. I'm not, I'm going to get everything I desire and help my students get everything they desire out of life through the faith formula, through the obedience formula. It's a it's two drastically different strategies for achieving what you want in life. One is hard work and one is faith. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the hard work strategy don't require faith and I'm not saying the faith strategy don't require hard work. I'm just saying one, one leads and one follows. Does that make sense? So when you live a life of radical obedience, faith leads, hard work follows. When you live a life of disobedience, hard work leads, faith follows. And so you don't have a hard work problem, you have a faith problem. The world, the culture, even probably your race and your gender and your sexual orientation has taught you how to work hard. Because your opportunities ain't look like they opportunities. We had to be the best. We had to be the smartest. We had to be the most degree. We had to have the cleanest record. We had to have the best diction and the best articulation. So I know you know hard work, but you, what you've done is you've mastered hard work so much that you don't know how to surrender to faith. And I'm telling you, in this next season, it ain't going to take all that. It ain't going to take all that. Just when you get those divine downloads, do what you were called to do when somebody's telling you to leave leave when that voice is telling you to stay stay that voice is telling you like all right you've been in education you've been in this this career long enough you you did what you came to do mission accomplished now it's time to pivot over here now it's time to start time to start your own business now it's time to design design them shirts like you want to now it's time to do hair or makeup full-time like you always wanted to like do do be obedient Be obedient, and that way you can use feminine energy, not all this damn masculine energy, stressing yourself, tired all the time, unhappy, health failing, because you have to sacrifice to be successful. Success don't come with sacrifice when it is obedience success. Success only comes with sacrifice when you're forcing it. Does that make sense, y'all? Okay, I saw a couple of hearts. I I saw a couple, okay, amens. Listen, I hope that resonated. Let me know. Let let me know. Drop me a a comment below or DM and and slide through and tell me, like, did this make sense? Like, do you realize now that your hard work hasn't been serving you as much as you thought it would? Right. Is it how you're going to get that faith up? Right. How are you going to release relinquish control? Stop trying to see the next five to 10 steps and realize that as long as you're being obedient at every step that the next step will be revealed to you. Obedience is what positions you to get to take the next step. It's what's going to attract to you the next opportunity, the next client, right? The next aha moment. It's obedience. That's all it is. I'm telling y'all, it's a new formula for living. I can't wait to teach my kids. this. like, you ain't got to work that hard. You just got to be obedient. I promise you, when you become magnetic, you ever see? like, how do things come so easy to you? I had a, um, former student literally emailed me like two days ago like hey Lisa this gentleman I work with he has an organization that also um is about you know black empowerment um and advancing you know people of color and across these different sectors and she's like um I I gotta introduce you to him because I was telling him about the work you do in the health space for people of color and I just think like y'all need to connect and he got an event coming up about health and I think that that will be that's magnetic, I didn't do none for that opportunity. I didn't send out an email and say, "Hey, anybody got some speaking engagements that i'm I'm here? No, I'm just magnetic like I show up. you guys you feel my passion you- you see my obedience, and so you want to give me opportunity. That's how it works That's how it work. it's that simple. It's that simple, but it's hard to relinquish control to that happening because you have no control over you much rather you know, um, go ask for the speaking gig. You much rather go ask for the opportunity. You, you much rather go take it than wait for it to come to you. But I tell you what, invited guests are treated best, baby. Invited guests are treated best. Yeah, you can elbow your way into the room, but watch what happens when you get a gold sealed envelope with an invitation into the room. It's a different game. It's a different level. Them commas and them zeros go up. I'm telling you, you sleep better because you're sleeping longer because you ain't working that hard. I promise you, I promise you, you don't have a hard work issue. You got a faith issue. But I get it. It's hard to relinquish control. But, but as you as you master your relationship with the higher power, I want you to start understanding faith better. Because some of y'all think as you go to church, you talk to God, you write the Bible, you read the scripture, and you, you quote the scrip- scriptures, you think you, got, you think you got faith. Nah, 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 nah. Your faith is measured by how hard you work to get what you want. If you have to force it and it's not flowing to you, you're not operating out of faith as much as you can. So get them levels up. Get them levels up. I'm out of here. Y'all about to go eat something for the first time today. I got a green smoothie brewing downstairs. So I'm going to go get these first dose of plants in for the day. I hope this resonated. It was a divine download for me today. It came to me in the gym when I was working out this morning, prioritizing self first. This is the first bit of work I did today, right? and it's yeah you know, i'm like okay it came to me faith burst, okay i'm like lisa say it to him like this okay and here it is you see how it works it's that easy i ain't have to sit down and force myself to create content just waiting for it to come to me and here we are all right no notes right no transcription service off the top of the dome just feeling good in flow Listen, life is good, baby. (laughs) Life is good. All right. So y'all have a phenomenal day. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. LisaAngelsmith.com forward slash work with me. If I said something that resonated with you and you want to understand obedience better, Um, if, if that is you, if you're like, I'm trying to get this concept of living radically obedient, tell me who do I need to become in order to live a life of radical obedience then you need to be in my ecosystem. So lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. Do yourself a whole favor. Get in the ecosystem. Share this with somebody who needs to hear it, who is operating more out of hard work and less on faith, right? If they're fighting for everything they get, they're doing it in the wrong order. They're doing it in the wrong order. So share this with somebody who needs to hear it, and I'll see y'all on the flip side. Peace.